Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pivot Podcast. Each week, join career coaches and Pivot Discovery co-founders, Alexandra Balistrieri and Kimberly Tilly, as they interview an extraordinary and inspiring guest who successfully pivoted away from unfulfilling work to pursue their dreams. Benefit from their insight and experience and leave with actionable tips to reframe your future. Welcome to this week's episode of the Pivot Podcast. My name is Kimberly Tilly, and I'm here with my co-host and Pivot Discovery co-founder, Alexandra Balistrieri. Today, we're so pleased to be joined by our guest, Jennifer Spohr, the Chief Embodiment Officer and owner of At Jennifer Spohr, a conscious leadership coach, and the host of the Awake and On Purpose podcast. Welcome, Jennifer. Oh, thanks so much for the warm welcome, ladies. I am completely ecstatic. I'm excited for this conversation. So are we. We're excited to have you. Thank you for joining us today. Jennifer, the the people that we interview are usually doing extraordinary things, but we've noticed that it's often the journey that they've taken that has shaped their purpose. Could you tell us a little bit about how your journey began and and what you were doing? That is a big question. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll start at the point in my journey that prompted where I landed getting into my own business and helping others. Before I started my coaching practice and my podcast and all of those fun things, I worked in the retail industry actually for over 23 years. And I used to love my job. I thought I was going to retire doing what I was doing. And toward the end of my career, I was a director of store operations for a large retail company. So you could say that based upon traditional, you know, society standards, I was living that life, right? I checked all of the boxes off the list in terms of what many of us are conditioned to believe that it means to achieve success. But what happened is that when I checked off all of those boxes, you know, I had the the great job, the leadership role, the six-figure salary, and all of the things, I reached a place where I started to actually just feel unfulfilled. In, in what I was doing. So despite having loved my work for a long time, I reached a point where there were no more promotions. There wasn't anything that was really challenging me anymore in my work. And because I, I worked for such a big company, it just started feeling harder and harder to get things done, to feel like I was making an impact. And that was really what led me to start to think about rediscovering myself and exploring other options because I've always been a person that has had to believe in whatever work that I was doing. When when that feeling went away, I knew that something needed to change. How long did this period last? The period uh, that it took me to contemplate making a change? Yes. Yeah, that's a fantastic question. It did not happen right away. <laughs> It was not a snap decision. What happened is the whole period of time was probably about two years from when I started having those feelings to when I actually took action. I ended up at the end voluntarily stepping down from my role. 
and moving across the country from New Jersey back to Idaho, where I had grown up to be closer to what family I had left. When I started feeling like I needed to make a change, I knew I did, but like so many other people, I didn't take action for so many reasons, mainly fear, the fear of changing, the fear of I think I was about 40 at the time, just wondering, had been doing the same thing for so long, could I do anything else? It was hard for me to see another path at that point. As we all know, and I say this often in my podcasts and in my social media posts, that, that we don't know the whole path ahead and, and we have to take action. I didn't take action because of fear and catalyst really for me taking action was that about a year or 14 months after that, my mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer and she was living in Idaho and I was living in New Jersey and I was flying back and forth frequently to try to spend time with her to try to help and support her in any way that I could. And there was a moment Let me kind of back up a little bit and just say that (laughs) I had a job that was very stressful. I was responsible for about 1,200 stores operationally, and I had a job that I was basically on 24-7. Despite spending this time with my mom, I was juggling work in between all of that, and there was this moment when I was dealing with something that was that was blowing up in my job and, and I was at my mom's bedside at the same time. And this was just days before she passed. It was toward the end. Horrible. Well, it was a defining moment because what happened is I had a realization. It was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Paying attention to an issue that is something that in the scope of things, right? It wasn't really that important. And spending those last moments with my mother, you know, was my catalyst for taking action because I made a decision right in that moment that I was not stuck, that I was empowered to change my situation and that it was okay to be afraid to do it. And I didn't know the path ahead, but I knew without a shadow of a doubt that it was time. It took me several months after that because stepping down from my role was a transition. It wasn't something that could happen overnight, but, but that was the beginning of the end of that chapter of my life. I think that's so wonderful that you were able to, after all of that time, really have that special breaking point where you knew that you could really do this. Before we talk about your current role, you talked a little bit about this and your your state of mind and being with your mother at her bedside, but I'd like to talk more about your state of mind before you pivoted away from that really stressful corporate retail career. When you sent over your bio to us, It said that you felt really unfulfilled in what you were doing and that you were just existing and not really living. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. I mentioned earlier that I did love my job at one point, but that feeling of enjoying my work diminished over time. 
so I reached a place where I was feeling unfulfilled. And then in addition to that, it was also very stressful. And because I was in a position where I felt that I had to be on all of the time, my whole life essentially revolved around my job. And so the reference that you mentioned about feeling like I was existing and not really living, that was it because I wasn't living. I was existing for my job, basically. (laughs) It was interesting because when I started thinking about making a change, I realized that I didn't even really know who I was because so much of my life revolved around this stressful job, which I was grateful to have, but not happy in. Sometimes a job starts off all right and you enjoy it, but over time it tends to encroach more and more into your life and into your space. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people can relate to that And we don't often realize the extent of the situation until we remove ourselves from it. But I realized how much my identity was wrapped up in that job. That's actually a great segue because what I wanted to ask you about is what you've called your journey of awakening and discovering your purpose. Could you tell us a little bit about that? My journey of awakening, having a spiritual awakening, which is essentially, you know, a a shift in consciousness began at that point in my journey that I shared about starting to feel like I needed to make a change. But the truth is, in regard to finding my purpose, that was just as much part of the journey. It wasn't like I woke up one day and knew that I was going to start a business. In fact, (laughs) When I stepped down from my my corporate role and I took on a consulting role during my remaining time with the company I worked for, I moved, I took on a remote consulting role with them. And at that time, I was thinking that I needed to work for another company doing the same work that I had always done. And I thought that that would solve my problem. kind of evolved as you were as you were going it wasn't necessarily like exactly exactly it it evolved and after interviewing with a few different companies I eventually came to the realization you know that the universe was sending me signs that it was time to look at doing a different type of work and that was actually when I realized that the very journey I was experiencing was exactly what I needed to dedicate my life to help other people with. One thing you say that sticks out to me is that you took on a modified role at your prior company. And so you started doing consulting for them. And it reminds me because when Kristen Cherry was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, one of the things she said was that she was still working with her former employer And it was a good way for her to start to build a client base and start to go off on her own. That is an option for people who are contemplating maybe changing careers somewhere along the way. I love that you brought that up, actually. In my case, it was more of an ultimatum. (laughs) Keeping my old role wasn't an option because I (laughs) wanted to move. So I took on a consulting role, but the theme around that is really in the transition. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because 
a lot of people think about making a big change, right, in their career, and they get overwhelmed because they think, well, how can I get from where I am now to that place, that new career or that business that I want to start? And really, it really is all about the transition. You're empowered to decide how you want that to play out. I have a question about the timeline and the, this awakening that, that you had a little bit earlier in our discussion. You mentioned that it took about roughly two years for you to really establish that this is going to be the change and this is the direction that I'm going to go. Was it like a two-year point between that time and then that awakening that you're talking about? No, the awakening started at the beginning of the two years because I started feeling discontent in my life and it unfolded. I didn't take action right away because of my fear of change, not knowing what would happen if I changed careers after doing the same thing for so long. Yes, it can definitely be a very scary thought. Yeah, so it really was over a period of a few years, three, four years. Jennifer, could you tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing right now? I am a conscious leadership coach. I help conscious executives and entrepreneurs gain clarity around increasing their visibility to make a greater impact. So Other mission-driven leaders who have the desire to do more and want to get their message out in the world in a bigger way. Essentially, I help turn overwhelm into clarity (laughs) around their mission, and I support them in aligning their time, action, and mindset help them align that to their vision so that they can achieve their goals. I'm curious about the process around that. Is this like a one-on-one coaching session? Is this happen over like multiple sessions? I mostly work with people privately, but I do offer group programs and, and workshops as well. Okay. Interesting. The group programs and the workshops are usually focused around a particular topic. For example, I've offered workshops in the past that are specific to working on your mindset. Got it. And I just recently did a workshop helping other conscious leaders to create and build their own community on LinkedIn. Oh, interesting. Jennifer, what kind of results would you say that people are getting from this? From the work that I do with them, it's life-changing. I was once in this place as well, and a lot of leaders, a lot of people that are feeling called to get their message out in a bigger way and make a bigger impact, they, as I said before, when it comes to change, experience a feeling of overwhelm at the thought of how can I bring to life this vision, this mission that I want to do from where I'm at right now, because these are people that already have a lot on their plate, yeah. are already very busy in their lives. And so 
I like to refer to it as taking a practically intuitive approach (laughs) because it really is a combination of learning how to listen to your intuition confidently and having your mindset in the right space. And then also your ability to effectively manage and prioritize your time. I bring all of that together. One of the things that I notice with our clients that are entrepreneurs is that they make this big pivot. They're doing well, but there are a lot of surprises when you open your own business. And there are a lot of things that you just didn't anticipate. And I could see how that could very quickly add up to a feeling of feeling very overwhelmed. And then maybe your purpose gets a little bit obscured by all of the stresses of running a business. Oh, So true. Yes. And sadly, because I've been in business for a couple of years at this point, I've seen so many people that are amazing people that have this amazing message and service that they offer. I've just seen so many people quit right before the finish line, (laughs) essentially, you know, because of what you mentioned. Becoming an entrepreneur is the ultimate test of mindset. What you just said about quitting right before the finish line. I was reading a a book recently and I'm not going to remember the author, but it was called something like 10 feet from gold. And it was about a man who bought this piece of land and mined it for a long time. And he never found anything. He thought he was going to find gold and he sold it for a pittance to somebody. And then they immediately found what he had been looking for exactly 10 feet from where he had last time. Yeah, yes, 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 exactly. I haven't, I haven't heard of that story, but it's, it's so in alignment with what we're discussing and it's so true. You have to believe in yourself, you know, you have to believe in your purpose and in what you're meant to do success and achieving our goals, it doesn't happen overnight. Business is 80% mindset and 20% strategy. Interesting. That is interesting. It is. (laughs) When you know that you have a message to share, the logistics around how you need to show up, all of that can be figured out. But if you don't have a belief in yourself or a belief in your purpose or your mission, you're not going to make it. That's not to say that there aren't people out there that get into business for different reasons. And some of those people don't last either, right? Like I would say to anybody who is either looking at making a career change or starting your own business, to be honest with yourself about the motives behind why you're doing it. If your motives are true, then you're going to make it no matter what. And you have to decide that it's going to happen. There's a difference between hoping and knowing. Hope is great, but hope implies (laughs) that there's a chance that what you want may not happen. You need to develop a conviction, a knowing that no matter what, what you want is going to be achieved. Would you say that it is something that can be developed then, a knowing rather than hoping? Absolutely. I'll tell you a little story, a very kind of short story. But when I first started my business, 
I had a financial plan. I had a plan. Things didn't go to plan, but that's what happens. Like you said, as an entrepreneur, there are always surprises, right? But I had a, a plan going into it and I didn't know all of what was going to unfold at the beginning, but what I did tell everybody in my life at the time, <laughs> I said, I don't care if I have to live off top ramen, take coaching calls out of my car. This thing is happening. And I share that because that is the mindset that you need to have. <laughs> yeah. Something that we've heard other guests bring up before too, just about having, you need to have that self-awareness and that belief in yourself and that confidence that it's going to happen. And then also something that was really interesting that a former guest brought up was kind of that idea. The same thing that you're talking about is you have to shift your mindset away from that scarcity mindset. Because if you're always thinking, okay, what if, why me? You're never going to bring that abundance into your life. Absolutely. You have to set an intention that what you want is going to happen and focus on living in expectancy. Absolutely. Jennifer, I am a big fan of your podcast and I was hoping you could tell our listeners a little bit about it. I would love to. Uh, my podcast is called Awake and On Purpose. And each week I share stories. I have guests who share their own journeys around how they took a leap of faith to follow their dreams, to follow their purpose. And it was really born organically from some YouTube conversations I was having with some other colleagues and clients. And I shared those YouTube conversations and the feedback about hearing other people's journeys about how they took a leap of faith was so positive that that's what inspired me to start the podcast. And really also just from the intent that I talk about this stuff all the time, <laughs> but I love showcasing other people who have also, you know, answered that call to make a bigger impact. I think it's important for us to know that we're not alone. So it's such a uplifting, positive podcast. So I'm a big fan. I'm delighted you're on our podcast. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thank you. And so Jennifer, what do you anticipate the future holds for you? Oh my gosh, that's a big question too. <laughs> Lots of expansion, reaching more people with the message, the importance of aligning with that purpose, not just for the purpose of serving others, but to do what lights you up inside, to know that you can have it all. You can have the work, the career, the business and the lifestyle that you love while helping to uplift the world. So just to answer your question, a lot of expansion. I'm looking at one or two books, expanding more into groups, doing some speaking, just really getting the message out there because in our current world climate, it's important now more than ever for those people that are feeling called to do more to answer that call. 
Jennifer, how can people reach you? People who are listening and who want to reach out, what's the best way to reach you? You can reach me through my website at jennifersport.com or you can email me at jennifer at jennifersport.com. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-S-P-O-R.com. Yes, and we will put this in the show notes as well, just in case anybody doesn't have a pen handy. That sounds fantastic. We know a lot of people out there are desperately wanting to find their purpose. If you could offer just one tip to them, what would it be? Get honest with yourself about what you really want. There are a lot of people that feel like they don't know what their purpose is. The reality is that they do have an idea of what they want to do, but they question whether or not it's possible, especially in the day and age that we're living in. If you have an idea on your heart to do something and you see that no one else is doing it, don't question yourself. Rather consider that you're meant to bring something new into the world. So follow that guidance. I love that advice. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being here, Jennifer. We have so enjoyed this conversation and I just, I love all of the different thoughts that you brought forward and we're just thrilled to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be a guest. I really enjoyed speaking with both of you. And that will do it for this week's episode of Pivot. You can find more information about our guests in the show notes, along with our contact information for Pivot Discovery. We provide career services and specialize in helping people make a change to reframe their future. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps us get the word out about Pivot. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week with a brand new episode.